Jam-packed to the rafters. Let's go up to our ring announcer. The following podcast is scheduled for one episode and is our vantage point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast. Outside, we couldn't see it from our vantage point. fans and welcome to our vantage point the retro wrestling podcast thank you guys for being back with us here for episode number 278 it is monday july the 11th 2022 we are here of course to romp you through the world of retro wrestling as always i'm joe Murata, joined by michael quinn how you doing there michael howdy diddy good to see you how was yep. your fourth uh it was good i heard you watched hamilton I again watched it again yeah it's becoming a tradition a new annual tradition love for that. quinn love that play there i love it well you know what i love the tradition that our fans have of tuning in to listen to uh, tuning in yeah of course on your podcast app yeah they of, turn the dial on the yeah, app turning that dial here to listen to us romp through the world of retro wrestling thank you guys so much for being back with us here as we near the end of yet another season and before we get into this week's festivities you know we have the canon obviously coming mm-hmm. up and we have an opener before any of that we just want to remind you that you can follow us on twitter at ovp podcast the reason you're going to want to do that it's for daily retro wrestling gifts, no drama or anything like that. Just gifts. Yeah, just just gifts. Choosy fans Mo- choose gifs. Moving pictures, sort of. Yeah, no sound. No sound. But there yeah. is, and that's at OVP Podcast on Twitter, but there is a channel we have. With sound. With sound, and that is called YouTube. Yeah, YouTube. You can go to it. Our Vantage Point Retro Wrestling Podcast on YouTube. You're going to get daily wrestling clips there, and those do have sound. But not only that... You get the video version of the 1984 canon, mm-hmm. soon to be 85 in a couple of weeks. And very importantly, don't miss out on this. Every episode of WBF Body Stars. Stop. What? Keep, it's a good show. Don't hype that. Okay, sorry. It's secret. <laughs> but anyway, give us a the follow. The WBF might get upset about it. <laughs> yeah, they might. Yeah. Uh, give us a subscribe, I should say, over on our YouTube channel. That's our vantage point. Retro Wrestling Podcast on YouTube. And, of course, you can email us if you want to at ovppodcast at gmail.com. That is ovppodcast at gmail.com. But, Quinn, if people want to talk to you and me and well over a thousand other retro wrestling fanatics, where can they go? Facebook.com slash WBF, the official Facebook group of WBF. Okay, cool. Yes. It's, so what happens? We bodybuild. Oh, right. We do all those like things. Like pro? Yeah. There's a search bar. Oh, how do you do it? You have to lift your arms up, put your finger on the mouse and do that. Don't be a dumbbell. Yeah, don't be a dumbbell. Type in the search bar, our vantage point, dash retro wrestling podcast, bing, bam, moon, tube, score, kaflui. Hit the join group and you're in. And the only thing we're asking you to do when you join our group is agree to one rule and one rule only, which is don't be what, Quinn? A dunderhead. Don't be a dunderhead. But you can bodybuild, right? Yeah, you can bodybuild. Tony yeah. Legdale like that he one. He likes that. Or how about don't be a dumbbell, obviously. You know, <laughs> Let's just change it to that. The obvious joke there. The whole point we're trying to make about our group is we want you to talk about old wrestling. Mm-hmm. We know people are WWF fans, uh, old school NWA fans, WCW, ECW territories all of that stuff bring your opinions bring your questions comments concerns compliments whatever yes, the case may be all of that we take compliments we do it's nice when you compliment us we don't mind you yeah. know we certainly we get happy about it anyway the whole point there is to agree to disagree have fun debating wrestling discussing things just don't be an asshole yeah that's really all we're talking about meaning no personal attacks you don't need to get what is it called ad hominem I don't know. Just is subtract that what it's the homonym. Yeah. Okay. okay. 
No, no hominem. No hominems. All right. We mm-hmm. don't want that. A homina. Homina, homina. Honeymooners references yeah. are okay, right? I think so. Okay. Anyway. We'll check with the rule book. We'll check with the rule book. Bottom line here, in all seriousness, is have fun in a civil way talking about old wrestling. It's a very civil group, and that is on Facebook. Also, if you like what you hear on OVP, you want more, we've got the 1993 Monday Night Raw canon yep. that's going on. And every WWF pay-per-view has been reviewed in order, starting with the first WrestleMania. The latest one out for this month is In Your House 2, July 95. That means next month for August is SummerSlam 95. You can get all of the stuff I just mentioned for $5 a month on patreon.com slash OVP podcast. It's a great way to support us, even if you just try it out for one month. Give that's it a it. shot, maybe. That's all you gotta do. Just see if you like it. If you don't like it, cancel it. And it's mm-hmm. okay. We're not upset. We're not offended. Good? I think we're good. Okay. So, Quinn, we're winding down the season. We are. We've been doing a new opener all season long. And this has been a fun one. We've been taking your suggestions over on Facebook. We haven't worried about Vanna White. We have not worried about Vanna White. And you'll find out why in a second here. But what we've been doing is taking two things, putting them head-to-head, picking a side, and finding out who is better. This is the OVP Versus Series. Don't worry about Van White. That's why I said it. I know you did. So welcome back to the OVP Versus Series here for episode 278, where we're taking two things. We're putting them head to head. We're going to find out which is better, and there will be the official down and dirty poll, as we've been calling it, on our Facebook group. So dirty. Right after, <laughs> very dirty. Yeah. Right after this episode comes out. So this one was suggested by Ray LaRose, a somewhat newer, a new-ish fan of the show, but I he say. is a, a great fan of the show. He's a contributor on the group. He wanted us to discuss Quinn and Mm -hmm. decide obviously what is it who had the bigger impact for the WWF was it Cindy Lauper Shmula Lanny Carr you better watch out because these are powerful words because this is a powerful woman and I'm a powerful manager now or Mike Tyson what do you think of Stone Cold and Vince man Cold Stone is my man he won so Quinn this is a very good one because I mean these are the two of their most prominent celebrities that they've ever had. I guess the best they ever got, right? They're up there. Yeah. Uh, who are you siding with for this one? Cindy. Cindy. Okay, that makes me the default uh, Mike Tyson proxy here. Yeah. So I will do that. Do we have to explain who these people are? I don't really think we do other yeah. than why they mattered. Okay. And, and we'll say I guess who we think matters more and who had a bigger sure. impact. So we'll start with Cindy Lauper cuz she came first. So in 1984, as we know, you can see this all on the 1984 canon. It's all, it's all available. Lil Albano had actually been in real life in the Girls Just Want to Have Fun video. Yeah, he met her on an airplane, David Wolf. He did. The I want to be in wrestling. The rest is history. <laughs> and he started talking about her on the show, on Piper's Pit, but in a derogatory way. She came on the show. She notably got into a big tizzy with Lou Albano and with Roddy Piper. Just a minute, Cindy. I want you to be honest. Tell them how I took you abroad, hanging around New York. She hit him with with a purse. Yep. She decided that she was going to manage somebody. She unveiled the new Wendy Richter, who had previously, as we know, been cowgirl Wendy Richter and a heel character. Yeah, and they, she had a good match like a two weeks before or whatever. Yeah, with uh, Princess Victoria, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was good. So Lauper was going to manage Wendy Richter, and Lou Albano picked the incumbent, of course, 89-year-old women's champion, <sighs> the one and only fabulous Mula. Thank you for being a friend. Anyway. We know the story here is this eventually, as time goes on, time after time, stop, leads up to the first WrestleMania where Cindy is still with Wendy Richter. She's actually with, she's there 
a lot more than you might think. Yeah, she's there for pretty much a year. She's like, there for a lot of 84. I swear she's there at least once a month. She's there a lot. Yeah, and even when the Freebirds are briefly there. Yeah. Remember? And then she actually makes her last appearance with Wendy Richter in October of 85 during the very rainy, poorly attended uh, WWF Puerto Rico show. Wait, she's at that? Oh, she's at that, yeah. Uh, who would go to that? The, the one where Gorilla's like, oh, Gorilla Monsoon under the bubble here. Yeah. It's raining and shit. Sound Fuck. like a, a tiny table <laughs> yeah. like, under like Horrible. a tarp. Under the canvas, Gorilla Monsoon saying, stay with us. We'll be right back. Like, where he's using the mic, but it's also the ring announcer. Yeah, and it's, it's all, such a disaster. The ring bad. is like a pool. Yes. <laughs> and then she does cameo, if you recall, the 86 Slammies as Mona Flambe. Yeah, Mona Let's Flambe. Not that. Well, that's not Cindy, though. <laughs> no, not at all. Count, does it? No. Now, let's not sleep on the fact that Cindy Lauper was, especially in 1984 and into 85, one of the hottest names in the pop music and just pop culture scene. Yeah. Can we vouch for that, Quinn? She had, I mean, the, she had all the albums. Uh, uh, She's So Unusual was a huge seller. Uh, she had huge hit singles, Girls Just Want to Have Fun. She was also like... Time After Time. Yeah, and the, but the thing was that she was also on MTV, so people like... She wasn't just a voice. Right. She was also just a personality on television. Right. Back when MTV mattered. Like, oh, back I mean, when it was, was like new and people were like, whoa, these people are on TV. Yeah, the you know? formative years with back your when, cousin. Hi, you're listening to MTV, music television. Yeah, back when you said that person's on TV and it meant something. Right, whereas now you can find us on your television right. if you want to. Exactly. And it means nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, no, Cindy was a huge deal. And obviously tying into all of this and the rock and wrestling connection was Hulk Hogan. So you get Hogan and T involved, you get Cindy Lauper, Wendy Richter, but please recognize the great achievement of Roddy Piper in yes. all of this, of course, and Lou and Albano. Even attracted other like weird celebrities like uh, Billy uh, Martin. Andy Warhol <laughs> by accident. Remember when he like wandered yeah. into that promo? Uh, we saw you earlier, Andy Warhol, your impressions of what took place earlier on here. Oh, I'm speechless. These people. Right? Like, just started coming around. Dick Clark. Dick Clark. At that MSG yeah. show, there's a lot of folks involved. Bob Costas. Yeah, all of a sudden, it's like, oh, it's safe. There's somebody who actually matters in this or Ex- whatever. Exactly. And this obviously led to the first WrestleMania and the fallout, and the rest is kind of history there. So we fast forward 13 years later to 1998, right, where Mike Tyson makes his uh, WWF debut. He was supposed to be there in 90. We all know what happened yep. there in the Buster Douglas thing and that whole scenario. Tokyo Michael. egg. Yeah, in the egg, yeah. right? Unbelievable! 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 Buster Douglas is the new heavyweight champion of the world! So Mike Tyson, during the bite fight of June of 97, had been barred from boxing. Right. He could not box. Well, rightfully so. I mean, he bit the guy's ear off. Bit it a few times. However, Mike Tyson was still a very hot name, and you got to remember, a young man, so 31, I want to say, off the right. top of my head during this period of time. And, you know, he was just kind of like, wow, this guy's dangerous. He's no he's no joke. He's a tough customer, right? The baddest man on the planet. And and you know what? They should put the tough customers in the wrestling. Right. Because there's no holds barred over there. And <laughs> you say, Are any holds barred? No. <laughs> so, they aren't. So they had been trying to work with Tyson for, you know, eight years previously. Well, now he's got no work. And he's he got no work boxing, there. Right. Yeah. So Vince McMahon makes this big fuss about how Mike Tyson's going to be at the Royal Rumble. Right. And he was. He was up in the box with Shane McMahon. And he notably was very happy when uh, Cold Stone won the Rumble. Right. Very, Cold Stone. Big Cold Stone fan. <laughs> very happy about Cold Stone. Mm-hmm. Much better than Ben and Jerry. Right. Let's be that honest here. <laughs> so, we'll forgive them for no soft serve that that's time. That's a whole whole different issue there. Anyway, Mike Tyson then appears on Raw the next night. 
the baddest man on the planet, ladies and gentlemen, Iron Mike Tyson! Vince McMahon, who is still technically not supposed to be a heel, but he clearly has been <laughs> getting heel reactions since Montreal, right? Right, but in this in this scenario, he's supposed to be like straight man owner who, I'm, yeah, who like gets annoyed. And that, I'm so proud that I got Mike Tyson, right? Right, yeah. And of course, who comes out is Steve Austin. And what does Austin do to the whole thing, Quinn? Well, he ruins it. He ruins and, it. And Vince McMahon says so. You ruined it. You ruined it. It's like, great. It's amazing. <laughs> Now, Mike Tyson, you got to remember, still a very hot name. So to see him face-to-face with the WWF's rising star, Steve Austin, pretty mm-hmm. big deal. Pretty big deal. They paired him up with a uh, heel Shawn Michaels and D-Generation X. Yep, and that was a also, great angle. You know what I will say, as far as what they were doing there, the idea of D-Generation X and Mike Tyson also sort of works. It worked perfectly. It worked with whatever side he was on because he's kind of like, you know, a rebel. With Steve Austin? Yeah. Or if he's with DX, he's like, well, of course, you know, he bit the guy's ear off. Right. And, he's know, a, again, he's a dangerous. rebel. Dangerous, yeah. yeah. So he famously uh, tears off the one shirt to reveal his DX shirt. What I like about it is much the same way that Cindy Lauper did her appearances, right? Right. Tyson's with them yeah, in the build-up to WrestleMania. Bit. He is. Not, not the length I that know. Cindy was. That's correct, Quinn. But he's with them mm-hmm. during the uh, build-up to WrestleMania, the go-home part of WrestleMania. And obviously, he's at WrestleMania 14, counts the pin, punches Shawn Michaels, which was great, and that's it. He's yeah. gone, right? Okay. We've set the backstory here. Both were very hot names. You're on Team Cindy. Yeah, and folks, remember, you're going to vote in this poll. The down and dirty. Very dirty. So dirt. Why is it Cindy Lauper, Quinn? It's because they literally were like nothing before <laughs> Cindy Lauper. They were on after the roller derby. They were just junk. Bobo Brazil. Bobo Brazil. Right. Yeah, Haystacks Calhoun. The guys I used to watch on Saturday morning before uh, the roller derby came on. We watched in, you know, those proceedings. We, we watched years. 83. We watched the first half of 84. It's not yeah. exactly like an appealing show for newcomers. It's not an appealing show for wrestling fans. Yeah. If you compare it really to... Really boring, actually. What World Class was doing in 84, mm-hmm. what Mid-South was doing, Even hell, Crockett. what Crockett was doing, yeah. I mean, it's, it's rather boring. Yes. Especially compared to, like, the NWA, like, Rock and Ric Flair during that era, and Freebirds, and all sorts of wacky people. Even the AWA had right. some fire left in it still. Yeah. So, okay, I'll give you that. So, they were nothing, and then they get Cindy... But what about as far as impact on, on the business and well, that's why perception? The, that's why the impact is so great, right? Because you got this garbage promotion, and then Cindy Lauper shows up, and then all of a sudden, people are like, what's that? And then here's the thing, is that what Cindy did, inadvertently perhaps, I don't know if this was like her intention, but people recognize the WWF as wrestling, just generally wrestling. Right. And then the, all that other stuff, that's some carny whatever that is over there. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they seemed like, the, oh, well, celebrities are there, so they must be, like, the real wrestling, you well, know? Okay, that's fair. Cool. I, even if they weren't, like, even if that's not justified, it's it's the public perception right. from people who don't watch this. Well, let me ask you a question, then. Is it really Cindy Lauper, or was he, she just the icing on a cake that Vince McMahon had been baking in the sense that he had started getting cable deals, USA Network, right? Mm-hmm. He had Hulk Hogan now as the champion. 
he was bringing in stars from other territories, like Roddy Piper, for example, as the lead heel. Not only that, he was able to score the MTV special, the first one from right. July I'm but talking about. here's the thing, Joe. So you, sh- you, okay, go ahead. you could bring in all those people, right. do all those things, but that doesn't mean anything to anybody outside of wrestling. Like, there you in go. all honesty, Very fair point. Like, Hulk Hogan's great and all, but nobody really gave any... Like, I'm saying, like, really outside not, of wrestling. not wrestling people really gave any source of shits about that. Okay. Like the, when he first comes in, I mean... It's you know, good, that, but it's, it's for good, wrestling but fans. It's for wrestling fans, right? It's okay. Like, once all of a sudden Cindy Lauper and David Wolf show up, all of a sudden it's like, oh, this is like, you know, this isn't just wrestling fans anymore. This is like regular people. This is a spectacle now. Yeah. This is a show that I can this watch. This is a show that actually deserves to be on regular TV and not weird syndicated. Weird syndicated at 11:30 at night where nobody can find it. I guess what you're trying to say is to sum up what you're trying to say. She brought eyes to the product that maybe wouldn't have been there through her stardom and through her promotions that she did for and them. And I'll say this, and I, you know, I can imagine this, especially after watching it, right? We know, like, that it was on at, like, weird times and shit, right? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I think that because of how Cindy was portrayed as sort of, like, punky or whatever, she's like... She was very unusual. Yeah, very unusual, like a, like a rebel within music or whatever. That's kind of, like, her persona. I know yeah. she's mainstream. I'm sure some record labels backing her or whatever. Yeah. But the point is, is her persona... Her persona. It weirdly, like, lended itself to this underground kind of dirty thing and fucking gyms you know what i mean like that's that, a good point it's like because yeah cause, i do this on the weekend because yeah because ima- imagine back then most people probably didn't watch that shit and they're like hey i saw cindy lopper on wrestling at midnight last night like what what's that about and the novelty of her managing a female wrestler yeah because that wasn't mainstream either yeah someone as impressive looking as right. wendy richter is she made a star of Wendy Richter. Right. Not that Richter didn't have it in her, but you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. I'm just saying there's a there's a certain buzz to how wrestling was still somewhat underground, but to have Smoky Cindy Lauper on it. Kind of like in the way where like I know this this will only make sense to wrestling fans, honestly. But kind of in the way that ECW had that buzz because it was so like underground and nobody really knew about it sure and yeah like, yeah you would hear like did you hear that guy jumped off a roof right. or some shit or how like, early ufc had that same yeah, mystique that's same right that, that, having cindy on that there's like some, there's some weird peanut butter and jelly magic okay. going on there like that fair you enough know what I mean? and then it was off to the races after as soon as she she touched them literally was on their show all of a sudden they were like a big deal okay well i think that a lot can be said for mike tyson mm-hmm. as well in 1998 now, again, the the people that fully, truly support Mike Tyson is number one, and I get it. I'm arguing on his behalf, but what I think is probably more what Quinn is saying. But let me give you the, the arguments and what I can think of, too. Yes, the WWF had Steve Austin, mm-hmm. and yes, they had Shawn Michaels. But outside of wrestling in early 1998, who cared about that either? Right. Let's they, be honest they here. They did have an existing history. People thought of them as the Hulk Hogan company or whatever. They did, but when was the last time they were really hot? 1991. It'd been a couple of years. It'd been more than a couple. But it wasn't like the WWF in the 80s where the last time they were a big deal was the 60s. Like, you know 60s, what I mean? 70s. I mean, Bruno was pretty known yeah, but, yeah. by the Rat Pack, though. But you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, right? Yeah. But let's, let's be fair here. What Mike Tyson's appearances did is brought another air of controversy. You know, it was reported on the news, you know, right. horrible stories, you know, yeah. you know how the news does it. Roz Abrams talking about. Exactly. A brawl in the ring. Mike yeah. Tyson returns not to boxing, but to wrestling. You After know, that these type messages. Of, yeah. I'm Bill Ritter. Yeah. Anyway, 
obviously having him with the WWF's biggest star, Steve Austin at the time, and then joining DX, mm-hmm. really did give a sense of, well, I don't want to say realism, but excitement. It kind of injected something that hadn't been there. People could say that the ratings went up once Tyson came in, and they did, but I could also say that they had been going up since Montreal. Right. Pre-Tyson. This is, this is why the impact of Tyson always seems a little bit less to me, is because I truly believe based off just what they were doing, they would have succeeded with or without Tyson. They were like a freight train well, at that point in time. Like It was just so... The television was so off the wall, but they fit like what was going on in society and stuff, and they were kind of like... They just kind of fit, right? Like They were just kind of like something you watched on Monday. They did, but I gotta be honest with you. I saw you Vince Russo. I, I gotta be honest with you, bro. I do have to be honest with you, though. Even though... It was after Tyson that Raw started to win the ratings. Mm -hmm. I truly do believe that Mike Tyson's involvement helped the promotion, the build, and the buy rate, and the attendance of WrestleMania 14 beyond what they would have been able to do without him. Absolutely. I'm not not saying that. Other than that, it's just a regular WWF WrestleMania. Yeah. Here's the thing, though, is that conversely with Cindy, is (laughs) like it or not, None of that Mike Tyson stuff would probably ever have existed without Cindy Lauper propelling the World Wrestling Federation as a viable anything. I guess. You know what I mean? I like, know, I know. But if we so really want to dial that back, we could say they wouldn't even had that position if it wasn't for Hogan coming in. Yeah, but you I know, mean, you know what I mean? We can't. It's not that they didn't have celebrities before. It's just they didn't have like non-sports celebrities. That's a, no, that was a big deal. You know what I mean? Like I mean, it was way different. One of the number one stars that there was during that period of time. Right. No I mean, doubt about it. I think having a singer was definitely a big I mean, imagine if they had like Michael Jackson or Madonna or something. You know, it's, it's on par though. Yeah, it's, it's like it's, that same thing. It really is. But again, let's not forget the fact that Mike Tyson brought a lot of attention to the product. The difference between when Tyson did it in ninety eight and when Lawrence Taylor did it in ninety five is that the product was actually worth watching for yeah. the mainstream. I'm talking mainstream in 98, where they could get sucked in by, like you said, the show was like a freight train. I don't know where they would have been and how much longer it would have taken momentum-wise and ratings-wise had Mike Tyson not been there. Uh, as far as lasting effect, though, listen, I got to go with Cindy Lauper also. Yeah. I, I do. No, no I think doubt about long it. Term. But again, I don't- Mike Tyson was just a special thing because then, you know, later on, other celebrities came to other wrestling, like Dennis Rodman. Or well, he was there first. He was there first. Or he was there before Tyson. Carl Malone and all that nonsense. They were, they yeah. were, I mean, Mongo was there and yeah, Kevin Ma- Green. I, I'm just saying, it's like, I just say, I feel like wrestling was on a better footing when Mike Tyson came along than it was when Cindy Lauper did, which is all the greater achievement, you know? You know, that's a good point. And being able, see, maybe a year or two ago, I would have answered all this differently. Mm-hmm. But being able to watch the week to week program of the WWF in 1982 and 3 and they 4. They were really niche, Joe. Like, they were not yeah. at all a mainstream thing. Don Morocco is the kind of guy that succeeds, and not to not to take anything away from him, but, like, he's right. the kind of guy that succeeds in an environment like that where he's just a little different than, like, what they're used That's to. That's all he really was, you're you right. Know, like, yeah, and then bringing in Cindy, I mean, that is such a breath of fresh air. It's a blast of energy. Right. It really changed things. But I think it's not just Cindy Lauper. Obviously, the supporting cast during the rock and wrestling era, notably Roddy Piper, right? Hulk Hogan, obviously, Mr. T, Wendy Richter, and all that. Junkyard Dog. Junkyard Dog, yeah. I mean, there were a lot of guys, but yeah. they all played a part. 
And I think that Mike Tyson, he could have walked into the WWF in another year. It would have worked, but I think the fact that he walked in just as Austin was on the rise mm-hmm. has just as much to do with it. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if, if Tyson walked in during the to fight Bam Bam Bigelow... No one would have cared. I don't think it would have had the same impact. Right. No offense to Bam Bam Bigelow in 1995, mm-hmm. but the fact that it was Austin in 98, after Montreal, yeah. the intrigue of what happened with Bret Hart, DX is a big bunch of assholes... Tyson fit that really perfectly, but maybe he wasn't quite the catalyst that Cindy yeah, was. Cindy made stars. She did make Wendy Richter into a star. Yeah. In, in all seriousness, that pairing did. And also, the th- the funny thing is, probably not a lot of wrestling fans will admit, is like, nobody cared about any of these people in general. <laughs> well, Again, outside of wrestling, no. after the roller derby, I get you know, <laughs> nobody gives a shit. Like, <laughs> like, let's, be, let's be honest here, right? It's like, it's different. Yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, why would they be on MTV if it wasn't for Cindy Lauper? Right. What yeah. reason is there to put them on? Is That's that what the you only mean? connection they have is is, is Cindy Lauper. Listen, this one in my mind, you could probably make better arguments, folks, than I did for Mike Tyson. Yeah. I'm just really trying to be honest. Like, yeah. I, he did help pop the ratings. He definitely added intrigue. He definitely helped with the build of WrestleMania 14. There's no way around that. He did do it. But did he have the same kind of transformative impact? Yeah, that Cindy Lauper did. No, I don't think so. I think I actually agree with you, Quinn. You know, Cindy is unique in a sense that not that she's the first celeb, but she kind of like is the first celeb to come at the right time where they weren't like a dumpy, weird thing or whatever. They they actually had a product to display, right? It was like because all the people they had brought in they, from they, elsewhere, they, they had something to highlight, and they had the celebrity right. But the problem now going forward is I feel like that ship has sailed like. No matter how dumpy wrestling ever gets, it's still like established that that's the Hulk Hogan thing, that's the Stone Cold thing, that's the thing The Rock did. It's never going to be what that was at that time. That perfect little, like, it was good, but nobody really knew, and it needed somebody to make it, make them know. Now it's kind of like, it'll always be that thing that, you know, was popular in the 80s and the 90s, and had big stars and characters and things like that. I mean, even John Cena kind of refreshes the clock on that. True. If you will, like true uh, of them being in that place where they actually truly need a celebrity to like expose them because they don't need it anymore. That's a good and point. They didn't need it even at Tyson. Because no, they, but it, it the, certainly helped Quinn. I'm just saying is the war between WCW and WF at that point in time was already prominent enough in the zeitgeist. Yeah, no, you know that's, what I mean? that's, that's a good point. And WWF was on the rise before they even announced that Tyson was coming right. in. You know, again, I think he helped expedite the process. I think he added a lot Absolutely. of fuel to the fire. I'm not, I'm not taking anything away from that. I'm just saying, like, that specialness, that kind of factor, it's not going to exist for a very long time. They would have to be, like, literally, like, so dumpy for so long. And I'm not talking about people, eh, internet, it stinks, whatever. I'm talking like nobody even like talks about it. Like it's just, it's some weird shitty underground thing right? in like stinky bars and like nothing. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Kind of like OVP. Right. <laughs> so, all right. Well, Quinn, you've made your very convincing arguments for Cindy Lauper. I've tried to uphold the end of the Tyson thing, but like I said, folks, I really do think it's Cindy also. Feel free to tell us why we're right or why we are wrong. And make sure you vote in that down and dirty poll. Oh, it's dirty this week. very dirty on our Facebook group. But when we come back, 
We are winding down 1984 on the cannon. It is going to be December 22nd, 1984, WWF Championship Wrestling. That is coming up right after this. Greatest video of all time! I've never seen nothing like it, Gene! Absolutely fantastic! Cindy Lauper, I've got to thank you, Dynamite! I know, there's nothing like it! Wait a minute, Pardon me one second, I would like to say yes! That was the greatest video I ever seen till you started to sing! That wrote the whole damn thing! You didn't have to be in it! You wanted to be in it! That's why you wanted to be in it! asked me to! Oh, yeah, right away! Wait, 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 listen to me! Spielberg, you're making me mad. Spielberg asked me to be in it. You cut out my part. Liar. If I wasn't, because you were jealous. You, you were jealous. Shot. You were jealous. Liar. Easy to win, not the weather. Oh. Will you? Yeah, the win, not the weather. Coming up, you Wendy Rick for the fabulous Bullet Championship match. After these messages, Hello, wrestling fans. While we're on a break here, just a quick reminder to check out some friends of the show. These are other independent wrestling podcasts. We want you to check them out. Start with Booking the Territory. This will get you everything for your southern fried, very classy, unprofessional wrestling coverage of the NWA, WCW. It is Booking the Territory. And check out GFA Live with Peter Winson and Kathy as they trek you through some classic episodes of WWF television. Maybe a movie you never know. So check out our friends of the show. It is Book in the Territory and GFA Live. Hiya! Wrestling fans, and welcome back to our YouTube channel or back to episode 278 mm-hmm. of our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast. This is Joe Murata. That is Michael Quinn. Hi. Hello there, Michael. Hello. Uh, we were talking on the audio show that you uh, you were watching Hamilton this past uh, 4th of July weekend, were great, you not? Great thing. It's his new tradition, so. I like it. Thank you. For I, m- I like Hamilton. The I know songs you do. are good. I got to get you to, to, uh, to sit down and happen. enjoy the, the, the soothing tones of Hamilton. Soothing tones. Yeah. Well, thank you, folks, for enjoying the uh, soothing tones of our voices here very soothing the way mm-hmm. we speak so soothing and uh, if this is your first time on our youtube channel yep this is what you're getting so this is, <laughs> this is what we do uh the 1984 canon this is december 22nd 1984 we have one more week of 1984 canon after this before we flip over to 1985 is my new calendar is it come in the mail Where, i have it already oh, don't I, I order that like when, eight months when ago. can i see it soon now, I've been, uh, <laughs> before we get to the calendar, Quinn, uh-huh. just want to remind both the audio and the video folks here of the particulars. If you're watching this on YouTube for the first time, first of all, thank you very much. If you like it, subscribe. That would be really awesome. We have had an audio show that we've done since 2016. If you like the old wrestling, we talk about not just 84, but all sorts of stuff. All of the things. All of the things. You can subscribe on your regular podcast app, whatever you use. Also, if you like this, whether you're on audio or video and you like the 1984 canon, 
We have, Quinn, right, the 1993 Monday Night Raw cannon going on. It's going. And we have commercials and everything. Oh, yeah. We, we have more time on that show. Yeah, it's very leisure. Mm-hmm. And you can get that on Patreon, patreon.com slash OVP podcast. $2 a month, you get the Raw cannon. Or you can upgrade to $5 a month. You'll get the Raw cannon and an audio review of every WWF pay-per-view since the first WrestleMania up to July 95 in your house right now. That's patreon.com slash OVP podcast. If you're on video, the link is in the description. Without any further ado, Quinn, I know you've been waiting. The calendar. Wow. I only got one thing. It's Hanukkah this week, Joe. Uh, That's it. Happy Hanukkah. Uh, So, happy Hanukkah, y'all. Yeah, y'all. Okay, well, it's December 22nd, 84. Quinn, we got to catch everyone up in case they missed it. The most important thing for me is, well, two things. Last week, Johnny V got some promo time. Happy about that. You didn't like it? No. No. And uh, not only that, Paul Butcher Vachon got married. Oh, it was a lovely event. Great uh, ceremony. Yeah, it's just, just a real... Sky, some, something all right. Sky Low Low is there. He's good. He's, <laughs> I, that, I think he's um Tiger's dad or whatever, right? Granddad, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jesse Ventura was uh, a whole host of characters. Mm-hmm. Mr. and Mrs. Executioner. Yeah. They were there. They were all there. Moolah. M- of course she was. The former ladies champ. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the former ladies, Jim, that's right. So anyway, it was a fun episode last week on the canon. After this, like I said, one more week of 1984 before we cross that bridge. It's We're finally... It's in 1985. Man, it's really... It, it's historic almost, isn't it? It is, you know, and the build for this uh, show that we don't know about yet called WrestleMania, you know, we only know about it retrospectively. They haven't even mentioned it yet. They have not, but the build for that, you can slowly see the pieces starting to fall into place. You can't. So why don't we have the video scope here fall into place in three, two, one, Hamilton. There it is. Without any further ado, whether you're on the audio or the video, this is WWF Championship Wrestling, December 22nd, 1984. There he is, okay. Mr. Hamilton himself, George yes. Washington Hogan. George Washington Hogan. Who would be the Alexander Hamilton of wrestling, like Ted DiBiase or something? Yeah, that's about uh, right. <laughs> I don't know. Hamilton's not that mean, though. He doesn't, like, mm. kick kids out of pools and stuff. Didn't he want to... He's the one that wanted to have a duel with Aaron Burr, didn't he? Um, they kind of both came to that conclusion, it their, seems like. <laughs> what was their big fucking problem with each other? Well, um, Hamilton uh, didn't endorse Aaron Burr, even though they were, like, in the same party and they were somewhat friends earlier. Cry me or ever. Yeah. Or, or shoot him, I guess. Whatever. But to make it even more horrible is he endorsed Hamilton's ri- biggest rival, which was Thomas Jefferson. Oh, okay. Well, that's not nice. Yeah. Pardon me? Pateran stud. Oh, his hair bag. Yeah, hair bag. Proud they should not be, but Fuck him. Tonga Kid's been awesome. To high flying action there. They really okay. just never talk about this tag team, huh? <laughs> Excuse me, they do not. Yeah. Mr. USA, Tony Sorry, hit my cough button at the wrong time. Many of you do not have what? cable. We will show you the abbreviated Many of new you. video from Cindy Lauper. Okay. You know, I, I, you know, I like that they like are like most people don't have cable, so we'll show you the video. Yeah. Like, a visit oh. from Saint Nicholas by Clement Santa Moore and Captain Llewell Battle. Twas the night before Christmas, not a beer Are they in the trying house. to make him face. My girl yeah. walked out and I felt like a louse. Instead of being hung by the chimney with care, my socks and my laundry were everywhere. Oh. My stereo broke, they shut off the phone. My car wouldn't start. I felt so alone. 
So I shrugged and I felt. Feels like a Bronx parable or something. It was like a nightmare. When out on a lawn, there arose such a. What are those kids? Are I sprang from my. So I'm going to say this was definitely filmed in Vince's house. Shane and Stephanie. No, Shane be too old. Yeah. What are you? Maybe Stephanie's on the left. The moon on the crest of the new fallen snow. How old she'd is she? Be, she'd be eight. Yeah. I mean, the kid on the left's definitely when older. Blood, I should appear, but a minute to sled and eight tiny reindeer. This is funny. I can't really tell. So what if it's quick. just Stephanie it's and her friend? It could be. Like her, like next door neighbor <laughs> friend. Could be. Like. <laughs> oh. And he whistled and shouted and called them by name. Now Dancer, now Dasher, now Prancer, now Vexum. Right. Uncommon, uncupid, undone, or mm-hmm. So up to my house, cop the rain. Girls just sit so here. Uncle Lou's going to read, Uncle Lou. read this. So, okay. You were saying about they never talk about the Tonga kid in Snooka. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to reiterate for anyone that might be here for the first time is this team has become one of the hottest acts now. It's like reinvigorated Jimmy Snooka. He's a thing now. He's a thing now, and uh, it's great. Yeah. Wait. So I said, are you calling me fat? You're just being low. That's muscle, you jerk. I cannot get flat. I set an example for all of my fans. There's a pillow of virtue wherever I stand. You got me the wrong, Dad. Don't make that mistake. Yeah, that was Why? an edit. It was an edit, I think. Oh. I'm good to the core when it comes from the heart. You watch, Captain This Lou. is Vince we'll humor. It's Lou Albano humor. He referenced Piper and not in a good way, I think. Oh, uh-oh. I guess we're talking too much. Let me welcome in the chief agitators. Yeah. Chris Orlando. Andrew Rogers. And their, uh, their newest one, Jason Ward, I believe it is. Why is everyone joining in on this agitation? I don't know, but it, it's agitating. Yeah. I'll tell you that much. It's, it's an affectionate thing. We love you guys. Place isn't messy. It's part of your style. I see you use beer cans to deck your halls. Pink aluminum trees aren't so bad after all. So instead of This is very long. Calls, I know. That's why we started talking, because it's been going on forever. I don't... So I just want to, like, Merry Christmas from Uncle Lou, and yeah. that's it. Like, can we get on with it? Yeah. You know what's interesting, Quinn, is people can watch this without us talking over it. They can. So. Where? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> it's not my problem to figure out, is it? I think it's funny that WWF has no problem with showing this, but like every like other things, like they get mad at like MSG footage that's yeah. featured on DVDs and garbage. Shit. Like oh, don't we, don't, we don't even care about this. They don't. Like, it's funny. Whoa! Yeah. Ah! Oh, they have Captain Lewis beards and rubber bands. Is that anyone that we should know? It doesn't look like it. And it's neither of them are girls. The one on the left <laughs> looks like a Rutherford B. Hayes. Both of these kids need a haircut, honestly. And a beard cut. Yeah. All right, we think We're joining progress, progress here as we've got David Bruno and... Is that Terry Manfeet? <laughs> yeah, that's Manfeet. <laughs> Dropped down by Manfeet, drop told by David Bruno. Didn't we see this match? It's possible. What are they... Okay, on the Christmas episode, I swear they never, like... They never have anything ready. It's always just, like, junk. That's Maybe. in the can. But no, but they're they're there doing a new footage. We haven't seen this. If I had to guess, Vince probably gave them off Monday and Tuesday. Or no, actually, sorry, Christmas is what day? It's uh the twenty fifth when. 
Right, right. I'm saying relative to this. So actually, in front of you. yeah, the 24th and the 25th Vince probably gave him off. He probably did, but I mean, I think this is taped earlier in December, the fourth yeah. or something. It's an older. Unless thing. they did a Christmas show. Uh, when were they in MSG? Oh, the end of December they went to MSG. So definitely no Christmas show this year. Then they did the 28th or 9th, right? Yeah, it would be Tuesday the 25th this year. So, which by the way is David Bruno has a knee on the back here or the neck of Manfeet. I know people were asking, where are we going to do the December of 84 MSG? No. Does anything happen at that? Yes, and, and which is going to be my next thing. So next week's a normal canon. Mm -hmm. However, there will be a special year-end episode two weeks from now. Well, the usual, right? Yes, where Richard Land is preparing a special compilation for us that will cross us from the end of December into January. Right. So it's going to feature the important things that we need to see from that MSG show. Right. I'm not going to spoil what it is, but it's very important. Oh. We need to see it. It's going to be a big deal, eh? Yep. So Richard will have everything that we need put together for us. That's two weeks from now. Anyway, David Bruning going over with big rights. Why does he have toilet paper on his shoe? I don't... I don't... No, that's his knee pad. I know. I, it's got two fly. <laughs> it's like that. Actually, Look at this. Actually, is it toilet paper? It what could is be. That? Crappy Someone power slam. Dumped before the smash and got stuck in their shoe. And they went into the ring and took a dump. Also, uh -huh. uh, David Bruno gets the win with a power slam. When are they getting rid of him? How much longer? Not until Ron Shaw, uh, Philly Spectrum, November '85. Uh, horrible. Or October. Quinn, question. What? If you had to put your finger on it. Yeah. Not the toilet paper. What is the problem with David Bruno, San Martino? He's boring. He's bland. Okay. He doesn't fit in with the like new type of wrestler that we have. Uh, personalities. Yeah. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Okay. This shit worked in Bruno's time. It don't work now. Okay. Let's see what Lord Al has for us in the update. Today we're talking about Tony Atlas. Somebody irrelevant. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> he has him wrestling for 10 seconds. Yeah. Of our update this week. What if it is Tony Atlas? Oh, JYD. Okay. JYD. He's actually relevant. He is. They never feature anyone interesting on this. Wasn't it like Jesse Ventura last week and it was He's boring? He's not even a thing anymore. He's <laughs> got the blood clots. But successful. Let us look successful. at successful. Sets a crowd on fire when he. Whoa, he, he, you know, I have a question. Set some on fire. British fans. Is Lord Hayes like supposed to be refined? Because he just seems yes. like an oaf. He's supposed to, to be, but I think it's intentionally silly. Yeah. Uh, I have another question for British fans. What is a crumpet? Crumpet. Crumpet. That's all. That's one of them. Is that from uh, Turtles? Cricket. You gotta know what a crumpet is to understand cricket. Mm -hmm. Who's he fighting? Where's he fighting him? Where are oh, no. we? It's a large place. Whoa, is Chicago or something? Well, maybe St. Louis. That's it. Yeah, dog, dog meat. Dog. 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 <laughs> no oh, wait a second, wait a second. Why is he a dog? Is he a canine? He just is. Nah, wait a second. I remember going in the kennel. Mm -hmm. And you, you put your dog in there. You know? Right, yeah. Oh, why, what's a, why don't people like the kennels anymore? They don't, Mike? It's not good? What, what, uh, when you go on vacation, you put them in the kennel. You do? That's what I thought, right? I don't know. All right, Dave Schultz in the ring now. Haven't seen much of him lately. Dr. D. Looking like he's taking on Big Joe Murdo, is it not? Yeah, it looks like him in his white boots there. Joe Murdo and Gilberto in the ring here Whatever with David Schultz. to a Baron... Mikel Where, Cicluna? Where's he at? I like him. He's retired, right? Oh. Wait, is he? 
I didn't Did think he, he was. Did he finally restore the uh, Maltese castle? Yeah, the, the Maltese oh. tax bill or whatever we, we theorized. That's great. Well, I don't know. I mean, is no, he? No, I think he's okay now. D going to work here on the Mert Man. I miss him. Dr. D? No. Oh. The Murdo? Lord, Lord Malta. Lord Malta, yeah. yeah. Where's he? Baron Mikel Cicluna. Yeah. D going to work. You know what's really unfortunate? What? That Dr. D doesn't seem to have a feud going on right now. Nope. Which means he's not going to talk. Yeah. And, and, and that's probably on purpose, based on now that they're getting more mainstream I, attention. I don't know if you want to have this guy uh, hmm. saying those things. Well, they have Roddy Piper saying things. Yeah, but Piper is... Is he doing it more of like a... 1970s Friars Roast stand-up humor there style. There seems to be something okay? more digestible about him to the know. general public, even though he's just as like he's an asshole. Yeah. What he says, but suplex there by D. Here comes an ice elbow drop. Yep. Sternum area. I always think it has something to do with Doctor D's getup. Why? There's nothing. There's no pizzazz with Doctor D. Well, there is no pizzazz with Dave Schultz, the wrestler. Yeah, but I mean, I think that in this time period, that's not working. We'll have to see. Nice knee oh. to the gut, the ample gut of Big Joe Murdo here. Oh, he's got a gut. Big Joe Henry. Big Joe Henry. With the Buick back in the garage. When's he going to the beach this year? Oh, he's probably there now, Jenks. Yeah. Look it up. Big Joe Henry Jenkinsons. I swear. Let's see when he's there. Yeah, let's see. He and Riccoboni can go down there. Big Joe Henry. Henry. <laughs> Jenkinson. New Jersey chime time. 738 here. This is a real thing. If you've ever lived in New Jersey, first of all, I'm sorry. But second of all, NJ1015, Big Joe Henry. 21st season, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Um, as they show the, the janky Jenks boardwalk. See? Front face lock on the mat by Dr. Well, Jank. I think we missed it, Joe. June 26th. Ah, fuck. Yeah. Damn it, he's not going back? Uh, yeah, I guess not. Who got a bit of face lock? Let me I'm just looking down the down the thing here. Why are they showing like clips of real music concerts like like interspersed with this? Like it's like this is what it's like. Isn't it always just Southside Johnny and the Asbury Jukes it's down like there? Nobody. Yeah, it doesn't even fucking matter. Little Steven by himself or something. Yeah. <laughs> fucking Jersey Shore scene. Body slam by D I live here my whole life and I don't like it. Uh, body slam by I just don't. It's oh. just like Point Pleasant isn't like the top one. Not that pleasant. Beautiful yeah. flying over from the second rope by D. Would you? What would you say the the beach in New Jersey that's like most recognized? And I'm not like I'm not our favorites. Like probably the ones that like people are aware one, of. Uh, Seaside Heights, two, three. What about Wildwood? Well, I don't know. Uh, I'm, we're from here, so it's hard to tell. I'd say Seaside Heights because of Jersey Shore. Right. That's probably the most the famous one. Show, right? Yeah. Um, Seaside. I'd say Seaside Heights, and it had the notable roller coaster that like fell into the ocean. Remember yeah. during the hurricane? Sandy Hook. I don't know. Is that notable? Gunnison Beach. Is that the nude one? Yeah, mm. I don't. I don't go there. I'm just. You know, Sandy Hook is a man-made beach. Did you know this? The beach is man-made. They put the sand there themselves. It was built for like a military outpost. Yeah, there's that whole in, thing. Like, the yeah. early 20th century yeah. or some shit, and like they just left it there, and now we have a beach. I didn't know the beach yeah. was man-made. No. Yeah. The hook wasn't man-made though, right? No, I think it is. Oh, the hook is like, man-made. The whole thing is just like some like military installation or something. The hook? Yeah. They just sure? like, added to it. Well, the highlands were already there because those are mountains. Just dumped a bunch of fucking dirt. <laughs> are you serious? Yeah. What Sandy Hook is man-made. I'm pretty sure. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's just no, part of it. You're right. Yeah, I'm thinking of anything. Part of it is. And this is why we talk about these things, folks, because it's important. Yeah, I mean, it is. It's. We need to know. You guys need to know. 
great wrestlers. I remember looking this up once and it actually like surprised me that it was like a fake like fucking installed beach or whatever. Yeah, I don't like that. Oh. All right, happy holidays, a merry Christmas, and a happy new year from oh. all of us at the okay, World. Okay, see if we're allowed to talk. To you, the great fans in the Boston area, back at the Boston Garden, Saturday, January the fifth, and what a way! Nineteen eighty-five show coming up in Boston. Tag team action: Big John Stud, Ken Patera, as a team. Bobby Heenan, come on, oh, in, if oh. you would please. Your man will be facing Junkyard Dog. Oh. And by now, you know, Andre the Giant is alive Quite and well a team. in the World Wrestling Federation. Oh, he's alive. Uh, what, do they well, kill him with a haircut? <laughs> That's the end of the Bobby Heenan family, Patera, Stud, and myself for 1985. Because they say Andre the Giant's not the same giant. Why does he look like a baby he's in this mentally light? unbalanced. Yeah, he does All look he babyish. about yeah. day and night is getting his hands on Patera, Stud, and the Weasel Heenan. Well, I'm not a weasel. My name is Bobby Heenan. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to guarantee right. you what's going to happen. We didn't go in that ring and try to cripple him or leave him laying. an actual weasel? We wanted to. We'd have done that. We went in there to humiliate him. And that's exactly Bobby's what he did. Bobby's making a valid point. We made a big mistake. But I'll tell you something. Yeah, we made a mistake, but we're not going to make one now. You Why don't you always blame him for everything, though? I mean, it was his idea, wasn't it? professional wrestling today. I think. And oh, Mr. look, hair, look at his hair. Just got out of the shower. The junkyard dog That's and the giant. Try that on for size. Hey, hair is very sweaty right now. Seven foot plus, nearly 400 pounds of solid muscle walking around with a bag of hair. And now where did this bag of hair come from? Why is it he came so from good, the wrestling though? ring. And how did it get in the wrestling ring? It came you know off surprised the top of Andre's head. head. What? And now you that went, stud Andre, got his head shaved. Oh, why did they not go there? You would think it would That would be like the end of the feud, right? Culminate in a hair match, right? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he didn't want to. Maybe they didn't think of it. No, I don't know. I don't think... The project. Oh. You're gonna go back to the slums, junkyard dog. You fight your way to okay. get out I don't think um, Vince liked hair matches, well, traditionally. Because I think he viewed them as very territory. Yeah, but they're such a draw. In the territories. Yeah. I think that... Ooh, oh, up next, Cindy's latest. Okay. Oh, you get to see the video if you don't have cable. We don't. Not on the canon, we don't. No. No cable access here. Of her new video. Okay, what do we got? Go now the is the Goonies are good enough? Or? Yeah, isn't... Oh, this is just an in-concert one. Okay. Money changes everything? I don't remember this in-concert one. I think I might have seen it on YouTube. Song's good. Imagine going to Cindy concert in the 80s. It was probably awesome. Probably. Yeah. She's good. Yeah. Like at her height. Yeah. She's so unusual. She is. <laughs> what is the name of Cindy's band? I forget. I don't know if they... No, they have, they have name, like right? a formal name. I forget. It's the same people for a while. Yeah. If not always. I always think that's interesting when like... Yeah, this song. Okay. Yeah. I always think it's interesting when a pop star has like the same band, but they're not like mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, McCartney's had the same backing band for over 20 years, but they don't have a name. Yeah. You know? I don't know. When you're Paul McCartney and you're that age, it's like, it's like <laughs> Southside Johnny at that point Ugh, backing you. Don't I'm just saying, you. I just mean to say it's just Oof. like it's just like a bunch of old dudes that like to jam, probably. Oh, that's true. Yeah. They live across the street also, people like that. Yeah. I'm just saying. Um, you think uh, Paul McCartney's band right now lives across the street? From me? No, from Paul McCartney. Oh. Well, I don't know. Where does he live right now? It's so hard to tell sometimes. You know, well, is thinking, he in England? I'm is he in Paul New York? McCartney's the kind of guy, at least the way I envision him, is that like when he wants to jam, like he just 
He's like, I need you guys. Like, like get in here or whatever, right? No, I just want a job. Anymore. Yeah, exactly. It's like, <laughs> so it's like he just kind of like, he's a zillionaire, just bought them like houses on the same street. That would be creepy. Yeah, like, it's like, when I knock, just come over. Like, <laughs> what is this like guy? Paul McCartney walking across the street. Hey, it's time to play. What is this guy playing this solo on, by the way? I don't is know. it like an air powered guitar? Maybe. Okay. <laughs> just checking. Possible. Look at the slow-mo there. Well, I mean... Was she wrestling now? Whoa, she had a garbage can. That's Oscar the Grouch's house, damn yeah. it. Come on now. Hmm. Whoa, that guy's very proud. I can barely see him. It's so dark. It is a dark video, yeah. yeah. The, there's no lights in this arena. You know, if I didn't have cable, this is not the video you want to show me to make me buy cable. Why, too dark? Too uh, sludgy? It just doesn't look that impressive. impressive. Like, the... Like, Goonies are good enough is a way better, like, if you wanted to, like, at this point in time, attract new crowd. True, yeah. That's 85, right? We're a little early on that. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think so. I wonder if it's being filmed, though. I don't know. Because you never know with these music videos. Some of them are filmed, like, six months before or Sometimes, whatever. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah. Now, Cindy was on the older side for, like, a becoming a pop star. Wasn't she in her early 30s already? Because there's, like, the story that she kind of, like, failed when her she first tried. Right. And she kind of she was like a waitress or whatever right before this and what? and she kind of like Where'd she go? They're picking her up in a garbage can and taking her away. Where is she going in it? I don't know. Well, how did they she's, pick her up? She's so light. It's probably like just a shoestring like taking her away. Where'd she go though? In hey, the ceiling. Hey gorilla. There she is. Where'd Cindy go? That's a good gimmick actually I like that. <laughs> Maybe that's why the lights are off so you can't yeah. see the wires. Right. The flying garbage can. A flying garbage can of Cindy Lauper yeah. here making an appearance. Now I can see the wires. She's like some kind of demented era Wizard of Oz fly, yeah. <laughs> flying away in the balloon. <sighs> the Wizard of Oz. You know, I recently watched it again. You got me to watch it for some reason. Great movie. Yeah. I, I just was like, I haven't seen the Wizard of Oz in so long. Good musical. There's some set pieces in that movie that are really creepy still. Like what? Give me one. Okay, like the one where like... They're in the forest and the lion initially attacks them. Yeah. Like that the whole, it's, that he, it's like extra wide and weird. Yeah, and, I know. It's strange looking. It's a very, very uh, well cinema, cinema, cinnamon. Yeah. Cinematography. Cinema, cinematographer. Cinematomograph. Yeah. It's good. It's shot well. You know, it's also weird that that strange fucking house that like the witch is like standing on in the tin it's man creepy, zone. That thing. What is that thing? Yeah. Like why does nobody live in that house? I don't know. Like, I always thought that, that, like, my theory while I was watching the movie is, like, is that the people who, like, made the Tin Man and they, like, went on vacation or something and just fucking <laughs> left them there? Like, I don't, like, there's, like, because he's, like, right in front of it, right? I think it is some shop, right? It's some shop house or something, But, yeah. but it's abandoned. Yeah, no like, one lives there. They, they just, and, it, and his backstory is weird because he's just, like, over oh, there. I was just, like, hanging out and, like. I was chopping a tree. Yeah, and, and like, they just forgot about me or something. Like It started it, to rain. Yeah. <laughs> like, like it's just such an odd tale the witch's castle used to freak me out too that yeah. thing was creepy yeah when she throws the hourglass on, mm -hmm. oh, and then the chandelier and they also oh. that that thing that the that the <laughs> the cowardly lion like jumps off the side of the fucking like like wizard's house oh when like, he's running to uh dies through the window i rewound that because i was like where even like where is that in the whole scenery and it's like it's like a window in the hallway. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, okay. It's like, a random I, window. But it, it was so disorienting how it, like, cut to it. 
It looks it, like it's like somewhere else. It's a very creepy cut. Yeah. Where he's just like running full speed and dives out the that window. That part's not creepy. The part that's creepy is where you see this other angle of where he jumps into and you're like, where the fuck is that? Yeah, like, where did, did it, he go? Where's like, <laughs> And that's a stuntman, by yeah. the way, just for the record. Mm. Wearing the lion costume. Oh. It's not actually Burt Lahr in the costume when he I jumps. I don't know. Burt Lahr seems like a bulky man, like he'd do his own shit. No, not dive through a window. Why is it like when they go through that forest to get to the witches? Yeah. Why does it almost like almost turn into a fucking video game? Like they have like weapons and shit like they, they didn't have like, like, like <laughs> Oh like uh, one of them has a gun. Yeah. One of them has a monkey wrench, right? Yeah, I'm like, what where did okay. they get that what where was like the mission where they got that shit? I forget where they got them. But they don't explain it. They just cut to like they're like after he's like, "Hey, go fucking do that shit." Like and it's, they just they have stuff. <laughs> like, well, there is a subplot plot that was cut out where the witch made them disappear. Oh. The, the weapons she did make them disappear, right. but they cut that. There was like this insect. I can't believe somebody has a fucking gun. Yeah, was <laughs> it like scarecrow just a or something? Straight up fucking <laughs> gun. <laughs> gun. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, they were trying to kill the witch. I know. Fucking like, bring a gun. I don't know. It's like Donnie would like that. Yeah. It's bring a gun. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, they just should have. Um, but anyway, here, Wizard of Oz talk, notwithstanding, Mean Gene Okerlund for a promo. Right out of the shoot in 1985, here in Boston the at shoot. the Boston the Garden, shoot. Saturday night, January matters. From top to bottom, absolutely spectacular. Big John Stud, Ken Patera. Yeah, we know. Again to meet Junkyard Dog. Is someone going to talk? Is Andre coming in with his new haircut? Team buff. Come on in if you would. Black Jack Mulligan. Uh, the other tall man. Yeah, the one big boy. Big boy. Yeah, I told you how I'm impressed. Rugged, yeah. Now that they don't put him next to Andre, he looks actually you know, big. It's true. Oh, he's fighting Dave. All my good partners up there. Oh, that's a good matchup, actually. Yeah. You think Black Jack wins? I think he should. He's much bigger than that man. David Schultz. David Schultz is a tough customer, but I don't know how you get around this big boy over here. That's true. How do you even pin this guy? That's a bunch of hogwash. That's probably one of the filthiest, bad mouth, honoriest. He just needs a good old knuckle busting out behind the barn. I believe you do it, too. You like Yosemite Sam over here, huh? We'd start in a parking lot, we'd go out back and make no difference. Ever since he got the SMU shirt, he's just better. Ever since they booked him as a face, now you're like all fine with it. He's great. He's great. He just seems like a badass, right? He does, yeah, you're right. I never got it before, but I do. So all my good friends... Get a front row seat, gonna be foaming at the mouth, pandemonium, excitement, boxing, and it's great Basically, to be I'm back gonna fucking kick his ass. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> fucking kick his ass. I still think, though, that Stan Hansen is the best cowboy gimmick ever. Perhaps. I think he is. Somebody's gonna get a whooping. I certainly hope it's not me. I wanted to clarify that. Preferably Dr. Schultz. So all you got to do is check between the rows, show up at the building, and be there. All right, I thank you. By the way, happy holidays to you, Blackjack Mulligan. Dr. Schultz. Great wrestling and he's just short is he going to eat beans around the fire for, off, for the holidays? Was he Dennis the Menace? Remember that scene? He looks like um, Mr. Mr. Wilson or whatever. No, it's, um, remember, like, Christopher, isn't it Christopher Lloyd? It's like something like that. He's like, like the homeless. odd couple guy, yeah. No, it's not the odd couple guy. Oh, you're thinking of the homeless guy. I'm talking, no, I'm talking about the homeless guy. It's Walter Matthau. Yeah. Mr. Wilson, but wait, hang on. Very important. Perry Gibbs and Rusty Brooks are team. What a shit team. I love Rusty Brooks because he looks like an extra in a Three Stooges short. This is a holiday episode team. <laughs> The episode nobody's watching. I love it so it's much. Right there, like family's house. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. He's who is it? Oh God. Well, they're they're kicking their asses. 
Imagine being a kid, right? And you're over at grandma and grandpa's house for like Christmas or whatever. I've been there, yeah. And you know how like when you're at your grandparents' house for the holidays, they're like, you're only allowed to watch so much TV or whatever. Yeah, you got to be with your family. And yeah, all that. but like you're the kid and you're like, can I stay up late and watch wrestling? Like, I've know, definitely it, done that. Yeah, like I've been there just so you can watch. And you get you turn it on and it's like Terry Gibbs and Rusty. I remember when <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. For those of you on the audio, it is a Snooka and the Tonga kid that yeah. are facing Brooks and um, Terry Gibbs. Mm-hmm. So what were we talking about? We were, doing, we were talking about Wizard of Oz. What were we talking about? Blackjack Mulg. Oh, Dennis the Menace. Right. He looks so, like Walter Matthau. He looks a little like Walter Matthau, but the, the bum, the homeless man, that was Christopher Lloyd. And that scene always bothered me. With the baked beans. Isn't he, like, really creepy in that movie? Oh, yeah, no. The whole thing is very creepy. But yeah. remember Dennis, like, wins because he just feeds them all the beans or something? Like, yeah. ties them up? I feel like Dennis is, in that, in that movie, he's, like, shittier version of Macaulay Culkin in Home Alone. Like, he's not as witty. Like, he's not very witty. He doesn't have as, like, good plans. No, that as, movie... like, Kevin McAllister. It's not, um... I, t- I gotta tell you, I saw it as a kid. Not a big fan. How come, like... If they ever made like a sequel where Kevin's like an adult or whatever, like wouldn't he? Wouldn't you assume that Kevin McAllister grew up to be like some kind of like fucking engineer or some shit? Like, well, oh, like, he drew the battle plan, right? right? Yeah, he like, knew how to do all these traps, right? Yeah, like you think, right? Like he built a power plant or like he's like some mundane but like extremely hard fucking task to do. No, like, I'm with you, man. Engineering task. Because, like, I mean, for an eight-year-old? Yeah. That was pretty impressive. Exactly. He, he knew what they were going to do. He anticipated what they would do. You know what people always don't anticipate? Like, they don't give Kevin enough credit for? What's that? When the when he was, like, he didn't have the traps ready, but his big plan was to make them think that the house was full of people. Yes. So he, like, built all that horse shit. Yeah. And, like, the, the, like yes. the stands on, like, a train and all this stuff. You're going to tell me that's he easy? Had, like, he had, like, he... he Hook stuff it was like, to, like a marionette. ropes and things, yeah. Ropes and po- pulleys, and it worked. I know. <laughs> they bought it. Yeah, it was amazing. I mean, it did look full from the outside of the house. You're right. Backdrop by the Tonga kid onto the Gibbs mm-hmm. man. Tonga is just dumb. Oh, here comes the big guy, Quinn. Oh boy, the big boy. You're not gonna pick him up. Maybe Snooka can. He's a Whoa. fat piece of crap, Joe. John Oates didn't like that one. Mm. He's very proud. Look at his new gear. Look how happy he is about it. At least he's not green anymore. That's true. Irish whip by Brooks. Here comes a kid. Back elbow by Brooks. Headbutt by Brooks. Don't headbutt a Samoan. Or Tongan, apparently. Is Tama the only person alive in this ring? Like, still? I... I'm just thinking for a sec, because I'm wondering if, like, Rusty Brooks is alive. Flying body pressed by Snook, and it's over? What? How did Terry Gibbs fuck up the save on that? Have you seen a Terry Gibbs match? He always yeah, fucks true. up he the save. fuck up the save. <laughs> Look at Brooks fell over all yeah. funny. Uh, can I ask you a question? What? What makes you think that Terry Gibbs is dead? Is he? He just looks old here. Like, I just assume he's, like, 40-something here, so he, like, oh. like, time can't work that way. Now, Rusty Brooks? I don't, I don't know. Rusty Brooks at least looks younger. He does. Dick Kroll still alive? No, no way. way. No. People can let us know. 
We're not going mean, to look what, it up. What is this, like 40 years ago now? Like, you have to tack that on. 38 years ago. Yeah. It's a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Nope. He gave him a flying body press, the referee counted it. Yep. Yeah, what, Gib, what was Gibbs well, doing? Tama hit him in the face with a with a <laughs> chop. Yeah, but Gibbs took the long way. He took the scenic route He's around an idiot. Mount Rusty there. Yep. He's an idiot. He's an idiot, Joe. Good talk, Russ. All right. What's next? Hopefully something. Always they're stuck on the frame while Vince talks like a doof. They need to fix that. Yeah. They need to get the timing down. Yeah. When is going to be the moment in the late 80s when we get, like, literally Rickrolled on these transitions? Like, when they actually play the song? <laughs> oh, they I said forgot. this last week, yeah. Bobby Heenan's with Buddy Rose hmm. on the pit. He's back. Yeah. Remember, we can't talk during Piper. Remember? Remember? Did you see last the last pit that I did. Did you see the hillbilly that came on? Uh, the one that well, oh, I guess that's who he's going to feud with. Okay. Yeah, I saw that. I wonder I wonder where Ellie Mae and uh, Jed Clamp and the rest of the Beverly Hillbillies are. You don't want to amuse me about that. Of course, the guy. Bobby hates him. <laughs> like, of say, course he does. His mother and father had nine months to come up with a name, and they come up with Big Jim. <laughs> so he's still Big Jim. Yeah. Okay. But he already called him a hillbilly. Look, look, there he is. He's all proud of it. Big Jim over there. I like when you said, where are you from? This is really highlighting Buddy Rose right now. Yeah. He flew out of his hair and he said, Kentucky. Oh, he's with it. Oh, yo, Bill. Oh, let's get down to Buddy Rose talk. This guy here is ace. He's my bodyguard. I know. Every time now. Heck of a job. That's going to be the new weekly thing, isn't it? The man sitting with me here is Playboy Buddy Rose. Yeah. He's back, back, Quinn. A what a playboy. Way. You're probably he's wondering good. how we got put together. Yeah. Well, he's from Las Vegas. I'm from Beverly Hills. Right. Every time I used to go to Las Vegas, he'd introduce me to Cher, Suzanne <laughs> Summers, Diana Ross. Okay. You mean his friends? Yeah. They like his, 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 those aren't them. No. They're all like now imitation <laughs> versions. <laughs> extraordinary athlete. Go ahead, buddy. Well, you talk about Big Jim. You want to talk about, you call me fat boy. You say that I'm out of shape. Well, I'll show you what kind of shape I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah! Do? That's like right, buddy. Big Jim, or any of you people do that? Oh, he's doing oh. push-ups. One-armed push-ups. And he's not Look doing it right. He doesn't He doesn't care. I like how they're, like, pretending he is. That was pretty good. That's all we get? Just cut him off. Who's in the ring? Is that Dave Bar... No. Proudly Tony Atlas. Why is Tony Atlas wearing, like, a singlet this time? I don't know. Why would you do that? He's Mr. Muscles. What? Maybe, uh... Maybe trying to hamburgers this week? I don't know. Just try... Trying out a new look. Who's this? Like Marconi Magoo? Yeah. This guy stinks. <laughs> what's, stinks. Your, what's your problem with Gene? I liked him. I, I think he's, his jobber performance has been poor. You think so? I'm not happy with Tony Atlas's new gear, though. Well, I just think if you're like the best, most muscular guy, like why? He should be wearing long pants and no shirt. Unless he's going to be like, I'm getting mad, and he's going to like rip it off at the, the end. Like, yeah. Okay, maybe. Uh, referee is Jack Lotz here. Is Tony with an arm bar standing? Gino is on the ropes. I'm going to say this. Tony Atlas, as much as I like how he's been, you know, ever since he came back from the Monster Factor or whatever. Yeah, Larry Sharp. He really needs like a feud or something because he's kind of 
floundering he's here. He's floundering. Well, especially since Atlas and Johnson have apparently broken up, you know, right. in the last few but months. now he can be like, I'm a former tag champ, and yada, yada, yada. Like, he's, he no, he's like no joke, you know? He's not a joke. He's yeah. been much better. Uh, lock up here. Atlas looks like he'll get the advantage, and he does. Fireman's carry take that. Nicely done. Mm-hmm. Gino to his knees, to the ropes, and Brutus Beefcake again wandering around rinkside. He's back. What Atlas. does he have to do with this? I Nothing. But I mean, like, I thought we were done with this thing because he already made his debut. Oh, he's going up to Big oh. Jim, Quinn. Wait, everyone seems to want to pick a fight with this Jim fella. Right? Wastelocked by Atlas, reversed by Gino, Wastelock. They let him on the interview stage, like, once, and, like, now it's like, we hate him. Yeah, like, fuck that like, guy. It's like, what? You're a wrestling fan? Fuck you. Yeah. Is the deal with the beefcake here that he's trying to find people to fight? I think that's what it is, right? Like, he's looking around, taunting people, kind of I guess. checking them out. I think so. Is that the inference? Am I missing it? Well, Tony Atlas looks better than him, which probably is upsetting him because he's like a stripper man that's or whatever. That's whole thing, yeah. It's his livelihood. Maybe that's why he has a problem with him. You know, he, you know, it's... He better be a better stripper than he is wrestler because, woof. Yeah, that's some terrible shit. What are we doing then? I mean, is he that bad at stripping that he's got to take wrestling as a second job? Perhaps. Whoa. Anyway. Anyway, here we go. Tony Atlas uh, kicking butt as usual. Yep, uh, Irish by Atlas. You know, Bruno doesn't seem to like that Brutus Beefcake wandering around Quinn. I don't like him either. Interesting, right? Does anybody like him? Johnny V likes him. Well, yeah. Johnny V's good. Why do they turn the lights on now all of a sudden? What, I don't know. What happened? Suplexa! Did we switch, to, switch off the beta or whatever? We were on a different transfer and, uh, you know what, mate? Fuck it. I don't yep. care. <laughs> That's odd. A pint. Atlas wins with the back suplex. Look, a move. A move? Yeah. A move by Tony Atlas won with a move. Uh-huh. And uh, that's a good way to uh, to end the match is with a move. And a pin. He pinned him mm -hmm. with it. We really got go. nothing to work with on this episode. This, this was a... It's not the whole episode. It was just like the last couple minutes. Yeah. So, there you go. Tony Atlas wins. They better perk it up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just you saying. Know what, you know what's the downer is that the Piper's Pit this week was with another heel, so those are always worse. Yeah, sorry guys, but they are. Like, nothing happened. Yeah. I There's know. nothing interesting about right. that. Right, there's like, no conflict. Yeah. They're better when Piper is like, ranting with a face. push-ups, and he's, like, fucking them up. Quinn, do we need to have the Michael Quinn one-handed push-up challenge? No, because I, that takes, like, that. you need Tony Atlas to do that shit. I, I'm not him. Or Tony Like. Yeah, Tony Like, perhaps. Hillbilly Jim could probably do it. He's big. Uh, who? What Jim? A big Jim, sorry. Big Jim, yeah. Big Hillbilly Jim, because they keep calling him a Hillbilly now. True, they call him a Hillbilly. Hi, mm. Mom. Hi, Granny. Or whatever it is. This is, like, he's got no shirt or anything on, but this guy's got, like, a big winter coat next to him and stuff. Drew like, Carey Sr. over there? Yeah, yeah, I know. Juxtaposition here. <laughs> I wonder what the temperature was that day in Poughkeepsie. In December of 1984? 20-something? I'm going to go with a high of 41 and a low it is of December, 22. Oh. oh, back to Don Morocco's house or whatever. Yep. I like swimming. Oh. This may be exciting to you being rubbed down by beautiful women. We didn't see this one, did we? That exciting no. to me. I fulfill Notice my they're doing this in the winter, so you hate him more. Yes. Like, it's totally true. Yep. Magnificent. I am Hawaii. I am paradise. The Fuji. <laughs> oh, this is oh, nice this quality. Re resolution. What is this, 60 frames per second? This is a good resolution, mate. 
Oh, Jose Luis Rivera. Yeah. Get ready. And, G and Jim Powers. And Jim Powers. This team again. The dream team. Wait. Did I don't know what happened. Did they cut out the Olay? I don't know, Quinn. Richard. Yeah, what happened there? Oh, he wants Stern. to be known as the Giant Stern. Yes. <laughs> and Kempitero will have um, a quarter pounder. Oh, I'm upset we missed the Olay. Yeah, I don't like that. Have you noticed how Patera is better now that he's teaming with Stud? Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Makes him worry less about prison, maybe. What? He's due to go. Wait, wait, what's this? Whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, why? Why is, why is the, Hul the Hulksters here? Is this supposed to be a big surprise? Whoa, I guess so. Okay. Look, he's back, Quinn. Back from Japan. Listen to this. Boy, Stud's going to have to like answer to Hogan now for cutting Andre's hair off. Good. Oh, yep. Hogan pointing at him. That's his friend. Remember, he congratulated him or whatever. Yeah, you won. Yeah, gone. Hey, you're gone. Hogan he's, teaming. You know he's going to give the approval to like Jose and them. And Jim Powers. Better watch out, guys. This entrance is still one of my favorite things. It is good. Hulk can just have like sweatpants on. Like, <laughs> Does he? Huh. Listen to this crowd. They weren't expecting it, I don't think. I wasn't expecting yeah. it. Especially on the Christmas episode. Right. He doesn't show up to anything this minor. Well, you know what? It's time, Quinn. He's got unfinished business here. That's true. Him and Stud were still feuding. Yep. Bobby Heenan and Hogan yeah. obviously don't see eye to eye. When's Hulk Hogan just going to, like, tear down Piper's pit or some shit? Oh, I can't wait to see those interactions start, yeah. right? Now it all fits, you know? Yeah. Now Piper's been on a tear, and Hogan hasn't really stopped him. That's true. Mm, I can't wait. What a year we I have ahead of, of us. I saw Piper's pit back there, and I'm like, wouldn't it make sense that Hogan would, like, crash this fucking show and, like, destroy it? <laughs> yeah. Like, you know? He has a Hulk. I like it. Hey, Powers, whoa! Not, not enough power, power there. <laughs> How would you trust Jim Powers to be on your team? <laughs> we saw what he did last time. He just easily got his ass kicked last time. I've never seen Jim Powers get offense yet since he showed up. <laughs> well, they're doing the rookie thing, right? They literally yeah. are, I think. Patera with a takedown. Like, they'll let Jose get some offense. Yeah. They're not going to let him. Well, Jose's a veteran now, Quinn. Mm -hmm. He is. He got a push He before. did. Remember now, when he was winning? No, a push. Is when you win matches. Mm -hmm. No, it's not. It's not fucking real, quite frankly. It's not real, comrade. Okay. I would love Jr. to just say that once. It's not fucking real. It's not fucking real. Don't worry about your fucking poosh. Yeah, that's he does rant about that. Where's my poosh? It's a business. This is cash creative. Yeah. I'm giving him bottom line. Fuck. <laughs> you know what I mean, man. Empire just chucked Jim Power. What is Hillbilly's issue Whoa. here? I don't like you. Quite frankly, I don't like them either. Do you want to rent your home? Of course you do. <laughs> Stop. All right, sorry. I hate SevenStaring.com. Side no backbreaker by Stud. This episode stinks ass. Yeah, it's not good. I'm glad we got to see Hogan, or else this would really be in the doldrums here. I tell you though, uh, these are the expectations I have on the Christmas one. They're not. It's not like good. Well, next week might not be good either because it's you know the New Year's one right in between. Yeah. yeah. But then we get a special, and I trust Richard's judgment. 
Oh, we should try to have him on, right? Because we always do for well, the crossover. Yeah, we definitely have crossover. Have on, yeah. Okay, yeah, sorry. Uh, so two weeks from now, we'll get Richard Landon. Right. And Because we'll, we've been doing that the last couple of years when we when we roll over. And I'm pretty sure Richie's going to... Stud just pinned him with nothing. I guess. And threw Mac Rivera out of the ring. So wait a second. What? That, that means the, Chris, the, the new year, the one... The next one is the 29th, right? Yes, and then Richard is doing a special compilation for us to do the week after that. So then the new... Technically, the first one of 85 will be the fifth. Yeah. Okay. Yes. But Richard is always on the one... Everything is on the up and up here on the calendar. Richie, you're right. Richie comes on on the ones where we end the year. So he'll be on the last thing of 84, which is two weeks from now. He's doing a special with the MSG. Remember, it's not on the calendar. Two weeks from now is in the next year, though. (sighs) Next week, Uh in real time, one week from today, Uh we'll be doing December 29th. Right. Two weeks from today, mm-hmm. we will not be doing January 5th yet. Right. There's going to be a special, a special thing. compilation okay. yes. that Richard puts That's together, right. and we'll ask him if he wants to appear on it, and I'm sure he'll say, well, all right, might I will with a Cuba see, sign or whatever it is. I, I'm, yeah. Background. I'm glad that you know it, because it confuses me. That's what I'm here to do. Yeah. So You're like you. the king in yeah. 2015. Wait, what? Does this mean <laughs> so that, wait, that, that, that... Two ha- weeks is the new weeks. year? Two weeks, but that's New Year. When does that? What is that? How does that work? <laughs> and he has to ask multiple times. Oh wait, Hulk's oh, coming to make the save here. Good. Well, they're beating up the Jim guy Powers. for no reason. Yeah, come on now. Uh oh, he might need help. Oh shit. Oh, Mac oh, Rivera to the rescue. Yeah, come on, Mac. Uh, stud back him in the corner. Sort of funny, Mac Rivera making the saves, trying his best. Because he's not a jobber. It's true. Patera has Hogan in the full Nelson. Does he oh, have boy. the fingers locked? Is Andre gonna come? Oh, they're going to cut Hulk Hogan's Don't you very dare. little hair. Bobby Heenan going after Hogan. Oh, kick to the balls. Let's see. Bobby's still up, though. Come on, where's Andre? He's got to show up. He's got to, the right? moment calls for it, right? Yep. Hogan is kicking away Bobby Heenan. No, oh, the hillbilly to, man. The hillbilly is in. Oh, oh full Nelson oh, up Bobby Heenan. Oh, I like this. Yeah. Get him. Patera running for the hills. He couldn't take that shit. No, if they're going to egg him on, he's just going to come in and, and help. Good. Yeah. Oh, they're both facing off against Stud. Remember, he was practicing wrestling in his backyard. He says he does that. Yeah. Hogan has torn off the shirt. Stud says, nah. Mac Rivera wow. is still in the ring with them. <laughs> yeah, Mac Rivera in the victory celebration here. Yep. Can they pose with him, please? Can oh he please? Oh. Why are they ignoring Mac? He tried to help. He fucking helped Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Did we- Ouch. Yeah, I saw it. Ouch. What? Who picks a Ouch. Also, just a piece of cardboard. It's not even a sign. Use magic marker on it. Who does that? Somebody. That guy. What are those squiggles? They represent like impact. Oh, pain or impact. Yeah. Ouch. Ouch. Kablam. Like yeah. Like kapow. Right. That's like what that sign is. It's like that. (laughs) But who does? I don't know. What goes through? (laughs) I just can't imagine sitting at home. Yeah, honey, I'm going to the wrestling tonight. Well, that's not. That's not a. What do you think I should do? That's a. I'm about to run out the door, and I wanted to bring a sign idea. He just got like an old pizza box from his trunk. Exactly. Like we, we're going to wrestling. I'm going to need a sign. And he just like quickly like puts that shit together. Can't go without a sign. Yeah. Oh, wait, they're going to. Are they helping? Oh, they are. Look, a handshake, handshake for Hillbillion. Hogan. 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 Uh-huh. 
Give him a hug. Can you give some credit? <laughs> Mac, Mac tried literally <laughs> tried to make the save. <laughs> he does. He didn't have to. Boo. Hogan having to drag Jimmy Powers. How is Jim Powers involved with this? What a weird factoid that is. Yeah, that's true. And Mac Rivera. Yeah. Man, I gotta tell you, Quinn, I kinda I kinda lit up one hill they, when Big Jim got in. Him correctly. They, they just kind of like he was just there for a long time. And you and I did not catch the obvious. We're like, oh, Andre will make the save, right? Yes. And it's just, it's the hillbilly. I mean, it seemed like it based off the... To be oh, wait, does he know about it? At the attics of Bobby the what is this oh, boy? Now they're crapping on Bobby for... I can guarantee you that what is this basic instinct interrogation watch. lighting? Yeah. This man... Get away with <laughs> little hot under his lights. There's this piece of shit, Bobby the Brain Hannon. Oh, a big date. The first one of Beast and Geaton. Yep. January the 5th. 1985. Take the opportunity <laughs> to wish you and yours a very Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. You and you're, you're yours. Uh, uh, it is uh, a better year. Uh, happy holidays to you, dears. Sorry, Alex. Two Greg. and a half months in the making. Greg Hammer. Greg the Hammer Valentine to be challenged by none other than the great Tito Santana. Okay, good. Santana contends mm. that Boston is his city. Arriba. It's Arriba. here where he at that was one great. time captured <laughs> the Intercontinental. Yeah, he won gonna, the like, title interview there. Interview anybody? What, what is this? <laughs> Dick Murdoch are going to be tested Adonis today. Murdoch? In my opinion. Oh. By Jack and Jerry Briscoe, yeah. I am certain you recall. Oh, they did beat them. They did. They did. Televised match. Not bad for the Briscoe's senior circuit there. Yeah. Downed Adonis and Murdoch <laughs> with a double Sorry. figure four on their part. This time, it's for mm. all the marbles. Well, they gave up because they didn't have to win because right. it was a non-title match. Yeah. Who gives a shit? Just fucking championship wrestling. Right. And the match. Why not? Sweet Hanson on the car to beat Brutus Beefcake. Sweet versus Beefcake? Brett. One on one against... The Oriental great, wait, wait, wait. Mr. Fuji from Osaka. Pardon me? Fuji's wrestling? Wait, wait, wait. Swede Hansen uh -huh. versus Brutus Beefcake, first and foremost. That sounds amazing. Swede Hansen making the return, Richard. Joe. <laughs> Where, so, where's that footage? So there's that. Bret Hart versus Mr. Fuji, the manager, Mr. Fuji. <laughs> He's still wrestling. And see? you know Fuji's going to win that match, too. I, I beat you. <laughs> wow. Holy, no, Brett might win. I'm more stunned about this Sweet Hansen business. I did not expect him to come back. To fight Beefcake. He's had enough of this shit. He's sitting at home watching. He's like, what the fuck? Like, I'll come out of retirement and kick his uh, ass. I miss Sweet Hansen. Yeah. Japan. I can hear the chains of jingling in the background. That could only mean one thing. Junkyard dog. Ah, before we talk about good. your match, I want to take this opportunity to wish you and yours, Junkyard Dog, you and yours. a you very and yours. Merry Christmas. The same to you, baby. And I'd like to wish everybody out there a very Merry Christmas and a very prosperous New Year. And I hope good. my home will so have happy. a good year this year. I know. Healthy. You know, I, I believe it is that time of the year, Junkyard Dog, when one must think like of... Like how he holds the chain like it's a title belt. Yeah, he <laughs> slings it over his shoulder. Yeah. Give them to him too, Daddy. I, I've got to <laughs> believe you have Big John Studd and Ken Patera in mind. When you and your partner, Andre the Giant... Ooh, don't talk too loud. That big devil could be around us somewhere. Oh. <laughs> and he's very, very, very... There's something very, very likable about JYD. Yeah, you can, like, see why he's a star. Yeah, the kids loved him. Like, he's, he's good. But the man looked bad, He's got, like, mainstream appeal. Yep. Plus, he's just cool. He's cool. Yeah. Let's not talk about it. Let's not talk about it. I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell the people of Boston something. Don't think for one minute that the Giant's not going to be there. because You know who helped ruin his reputation on the internet? 
on the loose. Dave Meltzer. And Scott Keith, yeah. Junk food. What do you want out of the guy? What the fuck? I mean, we make fun of him in kayfabe for counting his own pin and, like, dumb shit. was Yeah, but then he was just, like, making the rules. But he was, like, a huge star in Mid-South. Yeah. But he's even calling Bobby the Weasel. When the Giants get, well, yes. get turned loose there in Boston. JYD's picking fights here, eh? He doesn't care, Quinn. Yeah, give a shit. He has nothing to lose here. He never here. loses. Right. He, <laughs> he also true. never loses. He never loses and has them. Yeah. <laughs> I just want the remaining. All right. Well, it's going to be a big match, needless to say, with a frame of mind. Gene's been very restrained this week. You notice that? Yeah. Are we going to have some more bonus fucking footage or whatever? Oh, I'm sure we will. What at all? Oh. Oh, season's, oh, there. Gr season's greetings. Of World Wrestling oh. Federation action this week. Uh, Mics are open. Yeah. They usually are in the opening and closing. I All kind of pro wrestling action. Tony Atlas, Superfly, Jimmy Snooker. But ladies and gentlemen, right now we'd like to pay our respects to uh, a most unusual individual who certainly deserves, I oh. think, a round of applause. Ladies and gentlemen, let's hear it for Big Jim. Huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It sounded like they were gonna mourn somebody, you know, like elegize somebody like, here. Thanks to Big Jim, the, the the best fan that we got uh, for helping beat up those jerks. That's like, fine with it. I like that he went back into the crowd. I mean, he did pay to sit there. Yeah. Oh, look, that girl wants—is that a girl? Why, that Why kid they wants an autograph? He's not even a wrestler. He might be. Open mic. That's weird. Paul Orndorff, Wonderful. Also the Moon Dogs. <gasps> Whoa. Will be on Both? And of wow. Always look forward to another edition Ooh. of Roddy Roddy Piper in Piper's Pit. Giant <laughs> <laughs> like in his own right. Because it's like open to mic. The crowd's like reacting to That's the fucking great. like so next week shit. This is oh. oh oh. Here's we'll some more fucking action. Just a moment or two for more exciting fucking action. Yeah. <laughs> I love the laughing. What do we got? Lou Albano. Who's he managing? Executioner? And now I mean, um, yeah. It, it is, right? This is the Ron Shaw version. Probably. Oh, spoiler. Oh, it's a spoiler. The Sorry. other, like, vague masked person. Yeah, but that's a real person. Don Jardine. More exciting Wait. action. Jack. Yep. You know, when you talk about Angelo Mosker, uh, Jimmy you know, Powers, he's fighting? I love him as a commentator, and I like the Mafia a lot. Yeah, Jimmy Powers is going to do things because it's a singles match, and he can't. He can't. He can't afford not to. Yeah. And a neat. Horrible. <laughs> horrible. <laughs> Just kick him in the fucking gut. That's the end of his offense. Awful slow elbow by the spoiler off the top here. Where the hell here. is this? A barn? Where are they? <laughs> uh, we're in Canada, aren't we? Canadian barn. That was sounded like Norm Kimber to me, ring announcing. Is this where they go after they're done herding cattle all day or whatever? Yeah, Quinn, that's what they do. Well, Brent said you're a real cowboy in Canada or whatever. Yeah, but if he's from Alberta, this is Ontario. The is spoiler. This the, is this the more rural area or is this the... We've got to be in Hamilton or uh, Cornwall or Brantford or one of those. name Canadian cities, you, you're, you're speaking to someone who doesn't know anything other than like Toronto. And like Calgary. This so is the I, one near you say, Detroit. This is the province okay. closer to Detroit. Gotcha. Calgary is near, uh, I don't know, Montana. I don't remember. I think so. That's way far west. Yes, Calgary. much further west. Western Canada. 
Bret Hart's Hart. practically living in California or Washington or something over there. Well, that'd be Vancouver. Yeah. That's where Earthquake is from. Right. Mm. Well, he's from British Surrey, British Columbia. Surrey. Sur Surrey. What's Surrey? What is, what is that? <laughs> What's the city in British Columbia? So, British Columbia, right? That's the a province. That's a province, but it's part yes. of Canada, right? Yes. It's, just, it's just so confusing when they call it British Columbia. Quinn, we have a New Mexico. Yeah. New York. Yeah, but it's not called New British Columbia. It's called British Columbia. So I just assume that it's part of England or something, right? <laughs> I'm just, just saying. Where's Baja, California? Baja? Yeah. In California. No, Mexico. Uh -huh. I want to hear Jack Reynolds talk about Cindy Lauper. Cindy Lauper. He knows about music. The great recording star, the uh -huh. fabulous young entertainer. What Mosca really has no clue. The superstars in the world of <laughs> show business today. Cindy is going to be uh, honored wow. on December 28th at Madison Square Garden. Whoa. She is going to be receiving oh. quite an honor. And in return, she also is going to be honoring the World Wrestling Federation. Okay. Okay. That's respect. So that should be quite that's a That's respect. They said wrestling. And that's that. So what's the deal with um, Petey's fandom of um, Mosca? Like, where does that come from? Like, why does he always say that? I don't know. More exciting fucking action. I mean, I like Todd Pettengill. Maybe it's the same thing. Oh, maybe it's like a like a affectionate, kind yeah, of nostalgic. I, we like Stephanie Wyand. But she's good. I can't believe. What is this match? <laughs> terrible. What the fuck was that? I don't know. Jim Powers is dreadful. <laughs> He's like, awful. Remember, like, what was that? Oh, my God. That was horrible. I have no hope that this young up-and-comer is going to make it. Ooh. Remember when Jim Powers leaves for a while and he went to um, World Class to eat ice cream with Bill Mercer? Yeah, and they're like, he's good. Yeah. Like, and they're like, who? Uh, do you want a Sunday or whatever? Uh, we have Carvel here. Uh, like, banana he, split. He, he starts bragging that they have like yeah. ice cream places yeah. in Texas. Like, that's like, what? Jim Powers <laughs> is like, yeah, I'm from New York City. Yeah. <laughs> also, they have ice cream in every fucking state. Like, what are you talking about? What, it's not like rare. So what confuses you about British Columbia? Just that it's like it's a province. Yeah, but the name doesn't really give off that it's it's Canadian at all. It sounds like it's a province, like or it's like a colony of England or something, or a territory or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh look at this! Look at this dancing here. Blackjack's barbecue with JYD. Great audio. <laughs> now, was this an all-star? Maple Leaf, it said. No. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Is that, is that, that's the Cotton Eye Joe, right? Look at this. I like that his reasoning is like, I could do this better than Piper. <laughs> yeah, that's the only reason this show exists. Yeah. Whoa, he's very bold today. Yeah. I can do a better show than you. Yeah. <laughs> no, you can't! Yeah. And that's all it is. This has... What? Who the hell is that? Is that Moondog? No! Who the 
was that? What was that? You're stinking! Why can't I get Ryan Piper something here? Houston Oilers being a professional football player, an All-American in college. What, what is he talking about? Keep loving, baby. Keep, keep, keep the kids duking and going all make them a girl, shake them a girl, everything and everything, making people happy. And <laughs> doing my thing. I like when he goes on a rant and then, at, like, suddenly at the end of the rant pretends to be a dog. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Why is Blackjack Mulligan good? <laughs> He's good. <laughs> He's not bad. He's not. It's like an actual dueling show. Yeah. The competing show. Yeah. The shitty set. Yeah. Just like two wagon well, you, wheels. You gotta start from the bottom, Joe. True. They're yeah. not gonna be too many accoutre from yeah. you know? And I will get in the ring next week with oh. anybody you send, Roddy Piper. Who was that guy, though? Anybody that Roddy Piper sends has gotta fight Jack Blackjack. Ooh. Interesting. And that's it? Yep. What about the shore, uh, poor? Yeah! You, it just, it did feel like they're like... You know, we're just letting the guys rest or something. Just giving everyone a night off almost. Yeah. I will I will tell you this. I liked that we got Hulk Hogan. Yeah. And I think I liked even my, I think my favorite part of the show, Quinn, mm -hmm. was that big Jim fella making the save. Yes, that was very good. That was like a story thing. I actually really liked the way they've built him. It's true. And it was nice to see Cindy again. She's, um, mm -hmm. you know, money changes everything, apparently. With it, it does. <laughs> In case you don't have cable. In case you don't you, have cable. You, we you have now to, seen the video. Got to see that. But you've also seen the video, maybe, or listened to the audio of the 1984 Canon. We want to thank you guys for being with us here. Let us know what you thought of this. Do it in the YouTube comments or obviously on our Facebook group. That's the best place to talk to us. Follow us on Twitter at OVP Podcast. And the reminders, of course, for Quinn's benefit and everyone else's. Next week, the December 29th, 84 right. canon. Clarify okay? all of this. Two weeks from now, there will be a special episode to take us to 85. And obviously, next week on the audio show, 279. Until that time, be sure to find us on Twitter at OVP Podcast. Shoot us an email, join the group, donate on Patreon for the extra content. Until then, Joe Murata, Mike Quinn, we are out of here. See ya. Come on, and if you would, Black Jack Mulligan, Eagle Pass, Texas, one-on-one -on -one against one mean, rugged, tough individual in the form of Dr. D. David Schultz. Well, you know, I've been trying to think, Gene. First of all, I want to say hello to all my good partners up there in Boston. It's been a long time because we got a lot in common in Boston. But I've been trying to think, Gene, of all the good points about Dr. D. David Schultz. Congenial, very nice, easy to get along with, good-looking... That's a bunch of hogwash. That's probably one of the filthiest, bad-mouthed, honoriest. He just needs a good old knuckle-busting out behind the barn, and I'm going to tell you something, Dr. D. Schultz. I wish he was here today. We'd start in the parking lot. We'd go out back. It makes no difference. Now, for the people in Boston that have never seen us get together before, it may start in the parking lot. It may go out back. It may wind up in the ring. But by no stretch of the imagination, Gene, will it be much of a wrestling match. It's going to be an all-out brawl. So all my good friends, get a front-row seat, going to be foaming at the mouth, pandemonium, excitement in Boston, and it's great to be back down there, i got to tell you, Gene. Okay. Is this uh, Black Jack Mulligan what uh, you would refer to as a, a good old uh, country whooping? Oh, somebody's going to get a whooping. I certainly hope well, it's I, not I, me. I, I wanted to clarify that. Preferably Dr. Schultz. So all you got to do is step between the ropes, show up at the building, and be there. All right, I thank you. By the way, pass, pass the, the fucking, fucking potatoes! potatoes.